And good morning, and thank you so much for tuning in to Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. I'm Rick Netzel. During the week, I am Director of Sales and Marketing for the award-winning Best Western in beautiful West Palm Beach. Our show is coming to you live from the Jupiter Studios. I'm sorry, the TriCat Studios in beautiful Jupiter. Oh, my God. Is it going to be? Is it too early this morning for it you? It is. It is. And, of course, in studio with me, as she has been for the last 21 years, is my beautiful and amazing wife. Hi, everyone. I'm Christy Netzel. I'm also a director of sales of a hotel located in Palm Beach Gardens and also the owner of Song Sense, Musically Inspired Candles, which I hand pour here in my studio in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, they're pretty nice. Thanks. Which, by the way, my boss, Bill, says thank you very much for that belated birthday gift. Nice. Uh, nice candle. He got he, a nice center field, which he, he did. smells like fresh cut grass. Want to uh, apologize. We had a, uh, we replayed our show from two weeks ago last week. And uh, I want to thank James Curry. Uh, he is a longtime wildlife enthusiast. This guy's been all over. He, he's a native. Uh, he, he's a native of South Africa, and then he came uh, to Florida in 2007 with his wife and two kids. Mm-hmm. They now have three kids, and uh, he's fascinating. I mean, yeah. he's got stories after story after story. He's been yes, around. Yes, he does. And it, what's funny is that he he knows all of the great wildlife sites here in Palm Beach mm-hmm. County. And I, you got to catch a show. Uh, there's three of them, and I don't have the name of them. Check out the <laughs> Palm Beaches TV. Oh my God, he was I, a great guest. I mean, yes. very informative too. So yeah, very we nice. liked him a lot. Liked him a lot. Well, we did. We we missed the show last week because you had a little surgery. Right. Right. Oh, I found uh, his shows on the Palm Beaches TV and Discover Channel. I'm sorry. Well, dismissed. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll we'll talk about it in just a second. Uh, the birding of the Palm Beaches, hooked on the Palm Beaches, and wild on the Palm Beaches. Yep. He, he's a busy guy. Very busy. Real busy guy. And that's not all he does. No, he does quite a bit. Uh, he's a speaker, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of international travel. Yep. 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 Let's see. Yep. I did have surgery. A long time injury on my elbow, and it was scheduled three years ago. And uh, Christy and I had a uh, death in in the family. Then twenty twenty happened, and then twenty twenty one, my my assistant decided to go home to Estonia during September, which is the one month that I can have the surgery done. Right, but you actually had it done in the middle of season, and right, I had to. I had to. I had to. Oh, you had your staples removed this week? So yeah. How do you feel? I actually, I feel great, and I get to... Sorry. Oh. Sorry. sorry. Hello. Hello. That uh, was a phone call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one's supposed to be calling us. Anyway, uh, had some surgery, had the staples out this week, and I have to go back next week and get the approval to get back in the pool to start working out. Yeah. Simple reminder... Yeah, that was that was Liz Oliver very early in the morning. So I just texted her. She's trying to call me. Doggone it! I don't know why I can't. I know why because I'm connected to the Bluetooth. I needed to do that, but I texted her and saying, "Hey, we're doing the show. Don't call me, woman." Wow. I'm popular. What can I say? Well, while you're doing that, I can uh, let everyone know that this show is brought to you by the the Palm Beach County 
Tourist Development Council, which brings you the palmbeaches.tv, which offers high-quality, commercial-free, family-friendly programming featuring the best of the Palm Beach, Palm Beach County's attractions, including its 39 vibrant cities, towns, and villages. It's a vast collection of original programming highlighting culture, sports, ecotourism, and the finest culinary experiences. It's streaming 24-7, on demand, and of course... It is on the on the Anchor Podcast Network, and you can also search for us on Spotify. Simply search for Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. No, we were talking about the TV. We weren't talking about our show at all. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, I'm rattled. Oh, my God. Anyway, this... Uh, Why did you look at me like that? Well, because, I don't know, you're going off the rails. <laughs> I, you know, we don't do a show in a week, and we, we, we're amateurs again. We don't well, know what I we're doing. I know, I know. Well, I was trying to make sure that she didn't call me back yeah. and disrupt the show again. Also want to thank the Best Western uh, Palm Beach Lakes, uh, located in West Palm Beach, right across the street from the Palm Beach Outlets, as well as Wicked Chef. Been around in West Palm Beach for 30 years. Uh, give them a call. They do great work, as well as the Palm Beach County Attraction Association. That's right. Go to uh, org and find out everything that there is to do in West Palm Beach. That's fun. Or Palm Beach County, I should say. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, last but not least, my favorite sponsor. And that's Song Sense, which is my musically inspired candle company. I hand pour 100% soy wax right here, uh, soy wax candles right here in my studio in Jupiter. And every candle is inspired by a song. So there you go. And? What? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, we don't, we, we do why not. Do you, why did you say and like that? <laughs> Just because I'm messing with Wait, you. Don't be messing with me. Sorry. I'll pour my hot coffee on you. Oh, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Anyway, uh, it is Super Bowl week and, and it's Valentine's Day. So Correct. this show is going to be geared toward that. We're going to we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, Super Bowls of the past, some fun facts about the Super Bowl, as well as what America does for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. But first, before that, uh, this week uh, you went and saw Cats at the Kravis Center of Performing Arts. So I'm going to interview you okay. ab- about I'll about the experience. To, I'll try to pay attention. <laughs> oh my god. Should we, uh, I'm not, can we, uh, can you put a little Bailey's and Kahlua in this coffee? That would help me out. That would help me out a lot. It would. So you went to the Kravis Center and you went with a couple of friends. First of all, how was the procedure getting into the Kravis Center? I mean, what kind of protocol with everything going on, what did you have to? What procedures did you have to follow? It was actually super easy. We got there probably at about seven thirty. The show started at eight. We Ubered, and that is just the easiest way to get in and out of there. You don't you're not getting caught up in traffic or anything. So it actually was the quickest that I've ever gotten in and out of the crevice after a show. Really? Okay. Yeah, because so. usually sometimes that's kind of. Nerve-wracking. But uh, we went up to Will Call, and normally the press passes are inside, but I didn't know because of COVID if things had changed. So there might have been four people in front of us at Will Call. I double-checked, and it, yes, the table was still inside. So uh, when you go, you either present a negative COVID test, uh, 
and it can be no more than 72 hours prior to the event, and or you can present your vaccine card. So we got in. Um, I had a bag. They checked the bag, got the passes. The place looks amazing, and and the show was full. I mean. And it was opening night. And it was opening night. Yeah. And it was great. And talk to me about cats. I mean, tell, talk to me about the, the well, performance. Well, usually, you know, when you go to a show, you sit down and the curtain is drawn. You don't really see the set or anything. But when you walk in, the the curtain is open for cats, right? And so it's this big moon on, you know, on full moon, which looks really cool when you walk into the place. And then... Um, as it starts, all you see are these cat's eyes lighting up all around the set of the stage, right? Because during the show, they realize they're being watched by humans. Oh, that's that's the, <laughs> yeah, that's so, the realization that well, they so, all... Yeah, so that like, you know, they're cats like in an alley and they're, it's Jellicle Night. And so on Jellicle Night or the Jellicle Ball, um, old Deuteronomy picks a cat to move on to to a greater life, right? So basically you're kind of seeing the auditions of the cats that think they should move on to a greater life, and all this is going on in front of all the other Jellical cats and Deuteronomy, and then, of course, memory, and that comes out. And I mean, it's just, it's just a great show. And the agility of these dancers, I mean, it, they, were, they were like gymnast, gymnasts. It was crazy. All over, jumping all, all over the stage. All over the place. Yep. Acting like cats. Like, our cats? Yes. Yep. So, yep. you said that it was full. The the, yeah. the auditorium was full. Yes. What was the type of people that were there? I mean, in what was the attire? For all ages. Yep. All ages. You had, there were women that were decked out to the nines, men decked out. Um, there were people in jeans and a nice shirt. I mean, it wasn't over the top so it's just comfortable it never it never really is because down here in florida in west palm beach it you know you can go to a high-end uh, a high-end event mm-hmm. but you don't have to dress to the nine all the time well, look if you wear black you're gonna be fine <laughs> there you go <laughs> which is my motto <laughs> so the the normalcy inside the Krabs Center, did you try to get a cocktail at a bar? Did we did get a cocktail at the So bar. the bars were open. The bars were open. Everything was open. Yeah, So, but you had to wear a mask. Had to wear a mask the entire time you were inside Krabs. The entire time. I'm hoping that with the news uh, across the nation that some states are saying, no more mask, no more vaccine mandate, no more vaccine passport. Come on, we're done. Well, we had a guest this week at our hotel that, she uh, came. She was com- coming down from Illinois, and I guess their mask mandates are crazy insane up there, as well as New right. York. And she was just so appalled that you know not everybody was in their mask, like even guests. And I'm and we were trying to explain to her, ma'am, we are not the mask police. Right. We are following the mandate of the county, of the city, of the state. Right. If you want to make, wear a mask, fine, but you don't have to, you you can't make everybody around you wear a mask. And right. I'm tired, and I as I know you are, I'm tired of getting yelled at. So if someone doesn't have a mask on, I'm not saying anything to them. Right, because first of all, it's the HIPAA law. You can't ask someone if they're vaccinated or or not vaccinated, or in so. 
But in reality, it doesn't whether matter. you're vaccinated or not, it doesn't matter because you can still carry it or or whatever. So the COVID excuse is getting really old. Right. Really old. Right. And, of course, we had uh, Linda Birdsey, who is the, market, the marketing director for the Kravis Center on, and she talked to about uh, all the renovations that they did. Uh, they did a different valet situation. Mm-hmm. There is another entrance and exit into the mm-hmm. parking. And But uh, I didn't see any of that because we Ubered. Right, you Ubered, which is a smart thing to do. And it's... And it's uh, they kind of opened up a space where Uber drivers can pull in. Right. Pull in, and pick st- you up, and keep going. Like, it's not... And not an Okeechobee Boulevard. And I'm not having to wait on the street. Right. Right. In which we've done that. Yes, we have. We have. I did that the last time Kaylee and I went to the crevice. We literally walked down to Okeechobee. So, but it was So, I can, I can tell now, I can tell the general public now, um, I can't, I can't when they stay with me. Okay, here's Katz is, first of all, the Kravis Center does a marvelous job with these different plays, uh, uh, the uh, Kravis on Broadway, you know, Katz is coming, uh, the, they had the American in Paris, mm-hmm. um, My Fair Lady is coming, mm-hmm. um, there is a particular gentleman, uh, let me get his name real quick. Is that you talking about the Lenny Bruce show? Yes, because uh, Ronnie Mar- Ronnie Marmol uh-huh. is the gentleman who plays Lenny Bruce, and it, the the show is called "I'm Not a Comedian, uh, I'm Lenny Bruce," starring Ronnie Marmol, and it's at the Rinker Playhouse, uh, February 18th and 20th. Now I say that, and I know about this show because Ronnie called me, and he's he's going to be staying at my hotel. Very cool. Which, by the way, cats is staying or was at my hotel. Mm-hmm. And you said that they, they're like gymnasts. Yeah. You should see them during the day around the pool because they do warm-ups and stretching. I'm and, sure uh, they and Pilates do. and all this stuff. And these are these are young young adults, mm-hmm. and they are in shape. Yep. And they're, they're such a great group. They're well-mannered. Um, they're, they tend to themselves. I know they had a... Well, um, they're cats. Yes, folks, it's going to be one of those shows. Stay tuned. It's going to get more exciting. But hey, I mean, it was it was a great show and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I know a friend of ours, Tiffany, went to the matinee the next day. The next day, so I'm curious to find out how how her experience was. But and you, yeah. you went with uh, Kaylee and Jeremy. Jeremy I did. Um, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> Well, in your own words, because you wanted me to have fun. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting nailed. I'm getting nailed. That's what. Hey, it you is started true. the conversation. No, I know it. It, it is true. I mean, uh, if she wants to have a good time, I have her go with her girlfriends. I mean, she sees I mean, she sees enough of me, and really, I mean, I'd be sick of me. I'm sometimes <laughs> I am sick of me. If I could leave my own body, well, I would. You just have a tendency to. Go with me at a certain place or a certain whatever, and then you want to get out of there. You know? Like going to see the Eagles down in Miami. And yeah. I know you were in a lot of pain that night. So Yeah, that was right before but, my hip surgery. Right, but we did miss Hotel California. I am. 
in if you think women don't have good memories. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I have a good memory. Yeah. So in uh like when the when the Rockettes came to the Crab Center and this was I think twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. That wasn't your first year there? No, my second year. Second uh, year. No third, twenty fourteen. Okay. Anyway, so they were staying, and they were staying two weeks, and they did this big PR push throughout all of Palm Beach County. They were at every uh, every venue, every uh, attraction. They were doing photo shoots and press conferences, and I couldn't tell anyone that the Rockettes were in my hotel, just like I couldn't say anything this right, week that Cats is staying in my hotel. Right. And uh, they were a great group. I, I really appreciated that. You got a lot of other cool things coming up, though, in February, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So, uh, obviously, today's the last day of Cats. Um, and then from the 11th to the 20th, you've got the Delray Beach Open, which is at the Delray Beach Stadium and Tennis Center. It's tennis, yeah. Uh, tennis. And then you've got, ooh, stinky, stinky, the South Florida Garlic Fest is back. And yeah. that's February. Oh, that's, today's the last day for that. So, go down there and. If you're not going to see cats, go down there and check out the Garlic Fest. You have the Palm Beach Show, uh, which is jewelry, art, and antiques. That's at the Palm Beach County Convention Center. That is running from February 17th to the 22nd. And then one of my favorite, favorite, favorite events is Artie Gras. It's going to be February 19th through 20th. And I am uh, also volunteering on that Sunday morning at the hospitality tent. So you've, you've done that before in the past, correct? I've done that the past two years, and it's such a blast. It's not work. No. Because you're, you're seeing all your friends, right? I mean, you just, it's a who's who of Palm Beach, Palm Beach County, Northern Palm Beach, and you just run into all your friends, and you just see them, and you catch up, and it's just, and they moved it to the Gardens North County District Park, which is over by the Tennis Center off of Central. A little more room. A whole, a whole lot, lot more, more room. room. Yeah, a whole lot more room. And then, of course, the 21st to the 27th is uh, the Honda Classic, which is the jewel of Palm Beach yeah, Gardens. I can't wait. It's so nice to be able to turn on the television and... Look at the Golf Channel or CBS or whoever's carrying it and see your own backyard on national television. And if anyone uh, is planning to go, uh, good walking shoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, because you, you know, we have a story because we, oh, yeah. we, went, we went one year. and Because uh, it's something that even if you don't like golf, you need to do it at least once. You need yeah. to experience it. And so we went, mm -hmm. and of course we're smart. And <laughs> we good, had sensible good, shoes on. Sensible walking shoes because <laughs> you you walk an awful lot just mm -hmm. to get into the golf course. Yeah, there's a lot of walking because there you can't just park. You you know you park out there, and they have shuttles that right. bring you in. Right. But what I didn't understand, or what we didn't understand, is there was so many uh, women. All, in high heels. All decked out and in high well, heels. you know, it's husband-catching season. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and hopefully a husband with some money. Were you, were you, when, when we went, were you looking for an exchange? Oh, no. <laughs> I, got, I got the receipt. Can, can I get I, a new one? Can I return him? No. Yeah, can I return no, him? No, but I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's I know they call the uh, Florida Gator game and the Georgia Bulldog game the greatest, the biggest cocktail, cocktail party, party. On, on earth. Yeah. But I think the Honda Classic would come in a good second. Oh, yeah. 
And the thing is, sometimes it's really hot and sunny, and you can't escape the heat. I mean, and when right. people when people drink and don't drink water, right. then all of a sudden, one plus one is too many. What's funny was we had tickets to the uh, to the bear trap, yeah. so but that's where we were, and we went into the hospitality tent that was covered, and you and I actually found this little bitty spot that was behind everything. We were still in the tent. But we were behind everything, and we could watch. I, I don't remember what hole we were looking at, but um, yeah, and it was nice, and no one's bumping into us. And it, but it bring your wallet. Oh yeah, it's 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 expensive, but yeah. that that's why we love. And you know, we haven't said this in a while. Uh, Christy and I are just like you. Uh, we work here, we live here, and we play here. Uh, we're not really radio people per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it since the late seventies, probably not very well because I'm not making a living of it. Right. Uh, but I love radio. I love our county. I love everything that that there is in this time of year. Right. When the South Florida Fair, which I want to thank Vicky, the president and CEO, for being on with us. Um, when the South Florida Fair starts, for me. Because we got uh, about 250 room nights uh, out of it. so mm-hmm. And that's everything that you talked about, Artie Gras, the PGA, uh, the uh, Honda Classic, Classic yep. and uh, the Delray uh, tennis, yeah. tennis, and then like the Kravis, the Cats. They all bring business and generate revenue within the county. And it, it brings so many people, and there are so many people down here now because – and I saw that this weekend, uh, the Northeast is going to get hit with freezing, freezing temperatures. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> but you also had to remember that the Honda Classic has a charitable background as well. The Nicholas Foundation, Barbara Nicholas, um, raises money or they, they cut a check to her for the Nicholas Children's Hospital. So, yeah, it might be a little expensive, but you have to remember that part of your dollars is going to some sort of charity same with <laughs> excuse me same with the Kravis center uh, they have an educational program mm-hmm. where they give back to the community and if a child cannot afford uh coming to some of their educational um <clears throat> programs right they will bust them and they will uh enroll them for nothing and that is amazing yeah they really do the Kravis the Kravis does things year round that you don't really see right uh same with the south florida fair i mean they're gonna have barrett jackson again Mm -hmm. and barrett jackson is another thing that comes and brings tons of people is it in in person this year because wasn't it virtual last year i believe it's in person this year so that's good which uh, which everything is and that's another thing we're uh, featured again on national television with that right with barrett jackson and 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 the honda classic yeah and it is. As Chrissy says, it's really cool when the Honda Classic is going on. You're watching it on TV. The world is seeing your backyard. This is where we live. And it's probably the, one of the only times that if it, if it is a somewhat cool weekend and you have your windows open and you hear that familiar buzz in the air, oh yeah, it's a, it's a Goodyear blimp. Yeah. Because it always comes for the Honda Classic. So. Always comes. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Oh, we're going to try this again. Uh, this program <laughs> is brought to you by the Palm Beach County Tourist Development Council. Oh, my. 
You said it right. I know. And it brings you to <laughs> palmbeaches.tv, which offers high-quality, commercial-free, family-friendly programming featuring the best of Palm Beach County's attractions, including its 39 vibrant cities, towns, and villages. It's a vast collection of original programming highlighting culture, sports, ecotourism, and the finest culinary experiences. It streams 24-7, on demand, and, of course, the palmbeaches.tv. Watch it, like it, share it. Also want to thank the Best Western in beautiful West Palm Beach, located right across the street from the Palm Beach Outlets, which has 150 stores and seven restaurants, two restaurants, BJ Brewhouse and Red Robin, mm-hmm. offer our guests Red Robin. a 10% discount. Right. As well as, I'd like to thank the Palm Beach County Attraction Association, which uh, is it's growing We've added five members. Yay! Yay! I, I'm telling you, we have a wish list, and we're going to be working on that uh, next week. I have a board meeting with the board of directors, so I'm Very excited cool. about that. Very excited about that, as well as Wicked Chef, which has been around in West Palm Beach for 30 years. They do amazing, amazing work. I mean, their food is oh, its really good. And then, of course, my favorite which is Song Sense, which is my musically inspired candle company. I hand pour 100% soy wax uh, every weekend in our studio here in Jupiter, and every candle is inspired by a song. Kind of weird. We have a studio upstairs and a studio downstairs. We're just studio people, I That's guess. That's right. And, of course, you can hear us every Saturday from 8 to 9 on 96.9 FM, 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, as well as... The Anchor Podcast Network. And you can also find us on Spotify. Just search for Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. And, of course, the Beasley Media yes. platform, which I, I, I want to take a second. Jamie's, thank you so, so much. Uh, yep. We had some um, billing issues when I presented the invoice to the county of proper documentation and Jamie's came through. She is my radio angel. Yes, she is. As well as I'd like to thank Lauren Tobin of the, the Palm Beach County, uh, television and film commission because she's had to put up with me trying to, uh, trying to rectify the invoices. That's right. So it is Super Bowl weekend. And yeah. it is also Valentine's weekend. It, yeah, it, it really is. Because Valentine's falls on a Monday. Right. And so. And so fellas and, and <laughs> I ladies. Knew, I knew that. I knew we were going to go right Fellas here. and ladies. Yellows and yellow. What? Fellows, fellows and ladies. And ladies. Celebrate tonight. Saturday night. Saturday night. Celebrate tonight. That way you clear. You clear your air for Super Bowl, and there's not going to be any guilt. There's not going to be any grudges. Trust me, your weekend's going to go a whole lot better if you celebrate tonight. Yeah, you don't want this. Hey, babe, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have Valentine's Day on Sunday. You know, <laughs> we're uh, listen, the, the place, the cocktail hour, you know, that we go to, they're throwing a big party. And it's just for you. It's just for you and now, me. if your significant other loves football and loves the Super Bowl, great. Great. That's awesome. That's do what you do. But if they don't celebrate right, right. tonight. See, and this is where this is a slippery slope. Why so is that? you you're celebrating Sunday and my God, it is a long day. It is a long day. And it's a long night. Um so you kind of spent 
yourself on Sunday and you have these elaborate plans on Monday that you promised your wife or significant other right. that you're going to do and guess what you're, you wake up hungover and right. nothing happens and you got and you and I'll tell you what <laughs> that doghouse yeah you better bring an extra I hope pillow because you're going to be there a while <laughs> <clears throat> yes absolutely uh, so this year, the Cincinnati Bengals, led by Joe Burrow, uh, second year Joe Burrow out of LSU, uh, goes up against the L.A. Rams. Rams. You almost said Chargers, didn't you? I know. Well, L.A. Raiders, L.A. Rams, L.A. Oakland Raiders. Right. To, I mean, yeah, my God. Yeah. And, of course, both both teams have feel-good stories. Uh, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, who came out of Georgia, Uh, He was the quarterback a long time for the Detroit Lions. And the Detroit Lions were were basically terrible during his entire career with that team. Right. So then he goes to the Rams Mm -hmm. and they're in they they're in the Super Bowl. Right. They the Rams took a calculated uh, a calculated move. And they traded for Matthew Stafford, and they traded uh, Jeffrey Golf, who I he, he I mean he, he's a really good quarterback, but he wasn't getting it done to get him to the big dance. Right. Matthew Stafford, on the other hand, did. So you have a feel good story of Matthew Stafford, who suffered through I think eleven, twelve years with the Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. and then comes to the Rams and is in the Super Bowl's first year. Right. Then you have Joe Burrow, second, uh, and it's really they say it's his second year, but he was hurt most of last year. He only played in X amount of games, and then of course mm-hmm. the Bengals weren't that good. They didn't have a good offensive line, and he got sacked. As he did, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league this year, and I, it was over fifty times. I mean, that's a lot. That's uh, I grew. Up I with, thought Carr had that record. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah. But so Joe Burrow is a tough guy, and he's a focused guy, and he's a chill guy. They they are comparing him if he does win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which I'm 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 torn between the two teams. But uh, if he does win the Super Bowl, he'll follow Joe Namath. Uh, Joe Montana, mm-hmm. and it'll be Joe Burrow. So they're all Joe Cool. Joe Cool. Joe Cool. There you go. I look forward to the Super Bowl every year because I never, uh, I think after I got out of my 20s, I've never seen a full Super Bowl. I usually go to bed by halftime. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. So well, you need to make the Super Bowl on Saturday. They should, and I don't know why they do that because Sunday. Oh no, oh, the 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 city of Cincinnati, the school districts, mm-hmm. are giving Monday as a holiday. Right. And, well, it's the most called out of work day in the year. It really is. So, and in the guys like me that show up every Monday after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I get screwed because uh, oh, we listen, we got we're short like three people, so you're going to have to do this, 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 and I'm right. like. Well, that kind of, yeah. And I think if they had it on Saturday, because most most people are off on Sunday. I mean, right. obviously there are people that work on Sunday. Hospitality. But, right. But not as many. Well, you say hospitality, but with the great resignation, there's there's not a whole lot of hospitality workers anymore. But yeah. Yeah. Which I, and I, we, we're not a political show. Okay. We are not. But I, I just got to bring something up. We're just opinionated. Um, <laughs> They came out with the jobs report for January, and it said that 
the the administration created over 400,000 jobs. What they don't tell you, and we've talked about this on the show, that each month, like three to four million people are leaving their job. So mm-hmm. don't tell me you're, you're, you're creating jobs, especially when people are just going back to the jobs that they had. Right. You, you, you didn't create a job. You did not create a job. I'm sorry. Okay. I, it just bothers me. I just kicked your soapbox out from under you. Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Thank you. <laughs> so the Super Bowl, you know, this, uh, you know what year the Super Bowl started? Well, is this number 53? Uh, 54, maybe. So that would be 67? Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. You are the winner. Yeah, well, it started in... in my 19... birth year. Yeah. Um, Don't say it. Nope. Don't nope. say my birthday on air, please. Nope. <laughs> nope, I won't. I won't. So back then, a uh, single ticket for admission to the Super Bowl won between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers cost fans as little as six bucks. But back then... And then, believe it or not, the first Super Bowl did not sell out. It wasn't like an immediate cultural, iconic right. event. It's first year. So the average cost of a ticket for the past five Super Bowls is more than $5,000. Now, this year, the good seats, like on the 50-yard line and the, the first 10 rows, mm-hmm. $25,000, $30,000. Can I tell you a great way to go to the Super Bowl and you don't have to buy a ticket? Oh, you know the story. Go I, ahead. I know how to do it. Go ahead. Volunteer. You're going to have to pay. Like a shelter? No, no. Volunteer. At the Super at Bowl the itself. Super Bowl. Right. And then once you're done with your task, you you have full access. I remember, don't you remember uh, Angela Bell going? She volunteered. Yep. And it was the year that the Packers won. And she was down on the sidelines, literally like. Right. Mingling with the players. Yes. And with the press. And all she had to do was get there. Stuff some pamphlets or whatever she had to do, and then the rest of her time was enjoying the Super Bowl. You don't have a seat, no, but you have an act full access pass, right? So there think about go. that, people. But Volunteer, it, but they did. Uh, they did do something this week. Actually, the last two weeks in L.A., they were uh, they had to deal with the homeless situation because. From the airport to the stadium, uh, they cleaned all the camps that the homeless people had. And And where did they go? It's a government secret. Oh, okay. Okay. Only they know. (laughs) Well, I mean. Anyway. Yeah. um, There's only one player named uh, Super Bowl MVP who didn't play on the winning team. Oh. Only once in history did the MVP play in the Super Bowl but was on the losing team. And that was Dallas Cowboys linebacker Chuck Howley in Super Bowl five. His team lost to the Baltimore Colts sixteen to thirteen. The fewest points scored by a team in the Super Bowl is three. The Miami of course. The Miami <laughs> Dolphins lost to the Cowboys twenty four to three in Super Bowl six. Uh, the Rams lost to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots 13-3 to in Super Bowl thirteen. No, that can't be right. No, that's not right. Yeah. I, I can't read 
Ro- <laughs> what do they call it? A Roman numeral? numerals? Roman numerals. Roman. Let you, me see. Can I see what it is? Sure. It's Let right on see. the bottom. It's, on it's the, actually uh, highlighted in crayon so I can read it. <laughs> All right. Where does it see? Oh. What is L? Yeah. I don't know what L is either. All right. So we're going to move on. So do you know that there's never been a shutout in the Super Bowl? Never, Never in the history of it. I did not know yeah. that. Now, in eighteen, in eighteen, in nineteen eighty, <laughs> in eighteen yeah. fourteen, we took a little trip. Okay. <laughs> in nineteen eighty-three, almost one hundred and six million people watched the final episode of Mash, making it the most watched television show in the history of America. That record was broken. When the New Orleans the New Orleans Saints played the Indianapolis Colts, one hundred six point five million, and then uh, just recently, a couple years ago, when Seattle played New England, they uh, they played in a they played in front of one hundred fourteen million people. L stands for fifty. Okay, so we'll go back there, and that would have been. Let's see, Tom Brady. Uh, 53. Yeah, something like that. 114. Wow. This is the 56th Super Bowl. There you go. So, uh, the yeah. host city. Oh, and the host city never had its N- NFL team play in the first 54 Super Bowls. Uh, that's over five decades, folks. Uh, however, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played on their home field at Raymond James Stadium mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. It's the first time that the home team played in that stadium for the Super Bowl. And uh, Well, you know that there's a big uproar about all these teams getting to play in their home right. stadium. Well, well, LA, so now every Super Bowl will be played at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. That was a joke. But um, well. <laughs> yeah, actually, they came out. Um, I think they're. I think it. It actually came out that they're all going to be played in Miami. <laughs> anyway, listen. Uh, guess who? No, you, guess who hosts the Super Bowl next year? Who? The Arizona Cardinals. So, guys, get it together. Get it together. Uh, the su- The Super Bowl Sunday is the second largest food consumption day in the United States, only behind Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of chicken wings, chips, and guacamole. And we're I wonder talk how about many that. chicken wings it'll be, though, because there's a chicken wing mm. shortage. A big chicken wing. And this week, I went to Publix and I bought the family style. We had a little thing for the housekeeping department, and I bought the family size box of chicken wings. And they were seven. It was seventeen bucks for twenty wings. What? Yeah, seventeen dollars for twenty wings. They better. They better. Uh, someone better chauffeur them to your home and have <laughs> someone cook them for you and plate they, them up. They are and- self dipping wings. <laughs> they self dip themselves in ranch and blue cheese. <clears throat> Very crazy. I I like. Uh, Nachos. I'm. 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 I have a preference for nachos on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we're going to talk about that because we're going to talk about the top like ten uh, food items that people in America on okay. the Super Bowl. But how much does a Super Bowl commercial cost in 2022? 
How many minutes, though? Uh, for 30-second spot. All right. Am I guessing? Yeah. Two million. 6.5. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. The price uh, this year is about a 20% increase from last time NBC hosted the Super Bowl in 2018. The last two Super Bowls were hosted by Fox, 2020 and 2021, only saw bids as high as $5.6 million. But they're going to get $6.5 million for 30-second spots. So play a little game. Count the commercials from the start of the game to the end of the game and just realize how much money NBC is making. Oh yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. It's insane, that it's, is really insane. Now, but have you noticed lately, or of late, that a lot of a lot of companies are making Super Bowl ads, but they're leaking them out early, like they're not really playing them on Super Bowl Sunday. Obviously, probably because of the cost, but like they're they're getting leaked, and you can see them, right. So it but, used to be a big Super Bowl commercial reveal. Right. And that's why I like staying home to watch Super Bowl because you can actually hear the commercials. Right. But now they play those commercials like for a month or two months or if, right. it's, if it's popular, which is strange. Back in 1967, and the, the first Super Bowl was televised, a 30-second a spot cost $37,000. Now, in 67, that was a lot of money. Yeah. Then you go to say seventy-seven, the year I graduated high school, one hundred and twenty-five thousand for for a thirty-second spot. Uh, we'll pick a number, say nineteen ninety. It got up to three quarters of a mil. Then you go to two thousand; it's two million, and then then it just escalated from that point. Escalated from that, absolutely, absolutely. So, so that the kitties have knocked my scarf off the counter. I saw that, and now and they now, now they think it's some strange creature just right. in the middle of the floor. I think that's funny. So, what's the most eaten food on Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, wings. Chicken wings are the food of choice, according to the National Chicken Council. Yes, there is a National Chicken Council. Americans c- consume more than a hundred million pounds of chicken wings. A hundred million pounds. Of chicken wings on Super Bowl Super Bowl Sunday alone. Oh my God, that's a lot. That's a lot of hot sauce. It, now, if you do your math, twenty wings weigh how much? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Pound and a half. And you said seventeen dollars. Sixteen dollars and ninety six cents per box of twenty wings. That's a lot. The top Super Bowl snack is. Well, nachos. Chips. Chips and dip. Chips and dip. Nachos, same thing. Yeah. Well, not really. Well, the five most popular Super Bowl foods, uh, number one, believe it or not, is pizza. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. It's easy. Uh, It's 35%. Nachos come in at second. Cheese and crackers. Oh, that's my favorite. Right. And then they 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 have cookies. Cookies? Cookies on Super Bowl? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Girl Scout cookies or special brownies. I don't know. Special brownies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> then it goes burgers, meatballs. Not hot. Well, hot dogs, I guess, is more baseball. Tacos, yeah, and then ice cream. Huh. And the beverage of choice, do we know? Oh, actually, this was pretty 
Pretty interesting. Uh, these numbers, uh, let's see, this comes from ABC News, and it is current. It is for, I'm sorry, it's from two years ago. Okay. Um, the amount of money that Americans shell out for alcohol is unbelievable, and this is according to Nielsen. So on Super Bowl, $1.2 billion will be spent on beer in America. $1.2 billion on beer. Flavored malt or cider. Yeah. Then $600 million on wine. Okay. And Those are for the dignified ones. Right. And uh, I'm not, no comment. Um, <laughs> then $500 million on whiskey, vodka, rum, tequila, or gin. And please, don't drink and drive this year. No, really. Any year. Don't. Don't. Any year, any day, any night. Right. Uh, another thing is the quint. I can't even say that. Finally, gonna, guacamole. Yes, guacamole. It's Guac a dip for any best. diehard Super Bowl viewer. Absolutely. Well, the Haas Avocado Board estimates that 105 million pounds of avocados will be devoured on Super Bowl Sunday. And it's good for you. Good avocados are good for you. Well, okay, so. <laughs> Maybe not 100 million pounds of avocados, but yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. And, of course, some of the appetizers, not food, but appetizers. Uh, But but Super Bowl Sunday food is appetizers. You're not sitting down. It should be all. You're not sitting down and having a meal. Well, how about pigs in a blanket? No wonder people call in sick the next day. They eat too much. (laughs) (laughs) Pigs in a blanket, uh, crock pot. Buffalo chicken wings, mm-hmm. cream cheese fruit dip, Ugh. not in my house, uh, <laughs> cocktail meatballs. There's yeah. a cream cheese shortage, too. Right. Mac and cheese bites and mozzarella sticks. Uh, sausage balls. So, I like sausage balls. So who's doing, do you know, you? we we haven't talked about this, but do you know who's performing? Yes. If they have time? Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead. It's uh, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. And I feel like I'm leaving someone out. Snoop Dogg. Snoop. Oh, my gosh. I love Snoop out. It is going to be old school. That's another reason I like watching the Super Bowl at home, because I can get up and dance like a fool during halftime. If the act is good. And I think this show will be pretty amazing. I got some, along with some of that uh, statistic, they got some pictures of food. in it. And now it's making you hungry? Yeah. What about the things you bet on? Oh, they but listen. I mean, they, they keep bet. they keep adding to the list. I mean, it used to be the coin toss, uh, just the, the first uh, the first holding call, uh, the first uh, interference call. The I mean, it, it's, how many flags are thrown in the game? Do they bet oh, yeah. on that? Oh yeah, I mean that they, would be they bet on everything, especially now because gambling is legal, and I mean it, in. The, the league is in bed with uh, Vegas and the odds and all that. So, And Pete Rose still can't get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Imagine that. Doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. So, Super Bowl, uh, which I can't wait. It's a day that you can uh, basically excuse yourself and watch 10 hours of football and say, well, it's a Super Bowl. You have it on in the background and you're doing your chores. And... They usually have musical performances all day. Like they have stages set up 
all day long, and so people are performing. So there's all there'll be all kinds of stuff, and the Foo Fighters are doing a virtual concert right after the Super Bowl. You can watch them on online. Wow, I won't be up. Hopefully, you can watch well, it afterwards. I'm, I think I'm taking Monday off. You are. Yeah. You are. I'm not. I it's can't. Valentine's Day. It's, it's a love myself day. Okay. Hey. Speaking of Valentine's Day. Which means day, I'll probably be pouring candles. But um. Speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, yes. I know you had some information. Uh, first of all, I always thought Valentine's Day was a made-up Hallmark card holiday. Right. Because there is a lot of money involved. I think people, I don't know, we, we personally don't do anything. I mean, on Valentine's Day. Right. We don't, because every day is Valentine's Day. You betcha. <laughs> okay. You betcha. So, lovesick shoppers will shell out more than $23.9 billion in Cupid's name each year, which is staggering. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of chocolate. <clears throat> it makes it the third priciest holiday on the calendar for U.S. consumers. Roughly 36% of people expect their Valentine to spend at least $50 on a gift. Can I just write a check? Yes, you can. Okay. I wear a size concert tickets. Um, <laughs> That's uh, a great t-shirt. You yeah, know that. I know it is. Wallet Hub's 2022 Valentine Day survey says 54% of people would also break up with their significant other if he or she spent irresponsibly so fear is a factor. <laughs> the fear factor of getting dumped on Valentine's Day. If you don't get now, I have. I know a lot of. I growing up, I knew a lot of guys that would dump their girlfriends before Valentine's Day and Christmas because you know, right? And then of course they come groveling back and they get back together and, well, and it's like, well, what about Valentine's Day? Well, it's come and gone. Right. Hey, we were on a break. Yeah. <laughs> we were on a break. So two hundred thirty-five dollars versus one hundred nineteen. What's so, that? So men will spend almost twice as much as women. Yes, on average for Valentine's Day, twenty twenty-two. So you don't spend anything on me, and I'll double that and say <laughs> I won't spend double that on double you. that on you. <laughs> so I like that. I like our arrangement. Ten point seven billion. Uh, that is the amount Americans will spend on jewelry. Six point two billion. So six point two billion will be spent on jewelry. Two point three billion will be spent on flowers, and candy is two point two billion. There's no candles in here. What's going on? There should be candles. Okay. Yeah, maybe we need to. You know. Uh, twin. Oh, this is an interesting. Figure, did you know that twenty six percent of marriages begin online? Is that what that means? Twenty six percent share of marriages that begin online. Um. Okay. On on Valentine's Day, may, meaning maybe they didn't have a love and they, they signed up on a date. They signed up on a dating site, right? Whatever. Okay. Or. Lonely in your well, mom's basement. That's, oh, and oh, that's come on. really dark. Um, 
33% overall online dating activity increase across the U.S. between February 1 and February 14 because somebody they're trying to find love. There you go. Oh, looking for love in all, all the, the wrong, wrong places. places. 58% uh, is the share of Americans who say that romantic gestures, <laughs> whatever, are more important to them now than they were pre-pandemic. Listen. Uh, Let's uh, go back to that $6.2 billion in jewelry, please. How you like that? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Hey, well, listen, Valentine's. That little blue box goes a long way. Yeah, Tiffany's. Yes. Oh, see, I've trained him well. He knew what I was talking about. I knew guys. exactly what you were talking about. I mean, <laughs> I got my girlfriend. Uh, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, nice. Listen, Maybe she can come over and clean the house one day. Hey, great. That'd be great. Great. Mm. Really? <laughs> is that the, is, wait, can I borrow your phone? Let me make a phone call real quick. <laughs> no, I had to turn it off because people kept calling me. That's right. So I think Valentine's Day should be every day. I mean... There are little things that you can do for your spouse, your partner, your significant other. I, in the morning, uh, Chrissy makes the coffee at night. I, in the morning, not only start it, that pushing that button is really important, wow. but I make sure that she has a coffee cup and a spoon and then one of her polar uh, seltzer waters right. every morning on the counter. So that's the first thing she does, and she's set for her day. Right. And then I clean the cap hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're also the unloader of the dishwasher. Yeah, most of the time. Uh, yes. You won't let me load it because I load you it. You load it wrong. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, after 21 years. Just you, don't do it. We're just, we're not afraid to, to be honest. And Say, just, I'll whoa. load it. Whoa, you just, you just <laughs> shot that paper clip across the room. Milo's like, what was that? Uh, so, again, um, you can hear us every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 on 96.9 FM, 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, as well as... The Anchor uh, Podcast Network or on Spotify. Simply search for Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. Once again, I want to thank our radio angel, Jamise. Thank you so much for finding that uh, the particular invoice with a particular format. And thank you, Lauren Tobin of the TV and Film Commission for working with me trying to get these invoices paid as well and we, as and she got it done yay and right you got it done it was in it was weird we got those emails that uh, well they were sent at like four and five in the morning and congratulations to Jamise because she's the interim station manager now yeah that's pretty so, yeah, incredible it is incredible listen we've enjoyed uh, just i don't know talking about super bowl talking about valentine's day talking about cats we got to go because Rick has to go to Walgreens to get me something for Valentine's. So. I do, and I'm going <laughs> to add to that deficit of 6.2 on jewelry. <laughs> it's going to turn my finger green. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, listen, we hope you have a great Super Bowl Sunday. Have a great week, and we'll be back with you next week. Have a great weekend.